This is Goals with Soul, a podcast for visionary coaches and entrepreneurs, building your business with inspired action. In alignment with your mission and authentic message, so you can create impact for your soul clients and feel lit up every day. I'm your host, Joe Ingram, married mum of three daughters from London and a former ad agency director turned business coach and strategist. In Goals with Soul, we blend revenue generation with energetics, marketing strategies with pranic healing, and ambitious business goals with our soul's desires. If you're looking to build your business with less efforting and more ease, this is the podcast for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to Goals with Soul. I'm Joanna Ingram. And today we're talking about those subconscious beliefs that keep us in a pattern, even when it's against our best interests, and particularly against advancing our businesses and leaning into the legacy and the impact and of course, the income that that creates. Now, you may have seen some of my recent reels on Instagram where I'm sharing my journey into pottery. It's something that I only took up maybe three months ago, four months ago, and it came about because I knew that I had a tendency, have a tendency to overwork, to put too many hours in at my desk and to use work as my creative outlet. Now, perhaps you resonate with that. Perhaps you too spend a lot of time doing creative pursuits within your work, such as writing and uh, video editing and perhaps doing podcasting and all these great things. And I get such an immense amount of joy and sense of achievement from those. But I realized that it wasn't really getting back to that grounded place that my soul needed most. And I realized too that actually my business elevates and expands in direct relation with how much I'm expanding my energy. And for me, that meant finding something creative, particularly get my hands in that clay on the earth and creating something beautiful that requires me to be mindful, to pay real attention to what I'm doing, which means I literally cannot focus on anything except the pot right in front of me while I'm on the wheel. And I've learned the hard way. I've created a pot and then stuck my thumb in it. I've created a mug and then dropped it. I've just like found it really, really hard, or rather to say, a real lesson in mindfulness and slowing down. In fact, I went into a class just last week, and it was an evening class where the Pottery Studio offered a troubleshooting evening for anyone that needs to master the wheel, which is absolutely me. And I went along, and one of the first things he said to me when he was observing me on the wheel spinning my pots was, slow down. He didn't mean slow down the revolutions of the wheel. He meant slow down my hands, slow down my mind, slow down, breathe. And well, no big surprise, but this advice alone enabled me to bring my pot up higher than I ever had before. And no, I didn't stick my thumb in it or drop it on the floor afterwards. I'm really looking forward to trimming it and then glazing it and using it in the kitchen and drinking my tea while I'm on my client calls. And while we're in the middle of the class, this big cat wanders in. I love cats. I've got a little cat called Olive that we adopted from a rescue centre at the beginning of lockdown. And seeing this cat brought everybody in the class joy. It was like a group of school children with a pet wandering over. Everyone's, ooh, oh, look at the cat. It's so cute. Everyone wanted to give it a little tickle under the chin. And it was lovely. I mean, many of us enjoy having animals and pets around, except 
this is a pottery studio. <laughs> and everywhere in this pottery studio are shelves full of partially made and completed pottery. Every member there has a shelf, as do I, and you keep all your pots in there while you're in the middle of making them. And then there's shelf upon shelf of all the completed pieces waiting to be collected. A shelf full of cups, plates, bowls, you get the idea. And this cat like all cats, likes to jump. And there's a sign on the door that says, I'm very cute, but please don't let me in because I like jumping on the shelves. And of course, it's very hard to keep this cat out because the doors are often open. The cat's always wandering around. And the teacher turned to another member of staff and said, have we named the cat? And the lady said, yes, the cat's called The Situation. <laughs> and I, that really tickled me. I'm like, yeah, the cat's called The Situation. And it just more than tickled me. It got me thinking, thinking the situation. He looks so cute, but actually in this context, he's really not very helpful at all. And immediately started to think about the ways that my mindset gremlins crop up, those things that are designed to keep me safe, designed to keep us all safe because, you know, we're very similar humans and you're listening to this podcast. So I'm going to bet that you and I share a lot of similar mind gremlins. And I realised that that fear of judgment and imposter syndrome, that keeping small, keeping hidden was there just to protect me. It's the cute cat kind of coming in in stealth. It's like, oh, it looks so cute. Oh, yeah, this is good. This is necessary. It's okay because I can regulate my nervous system. If I protect myself, I can feel calm. I feel in balance. But it's an illusion, right? It's not the reality because the reality is, is that you are here to make an enormous impact. And in order to do so, you have to stretch out of your comfort zone in a way that really challenges that cute, cuddly pussycat that's curled up inside your mind going, I'm very comfortable. Thank you very much. You can leave me be. It's all good. <laughs> and you're like, no, it's not all good. This is a situation because I'm not stepping into my next level. And I see this repeatedly with clients who come to me, having worked with many of their own clients who are misaligned, and they're leaning into overworking, doing work they don't love because they're pushing forward for achievement and they want to stay in a particular lane that seemed right at the time when they first launched their business or when they first got this idea of coming out of corporate oftentimes. But actually in the new way, in the way they're seeing the world, as their intuition is starting to speak to them more, they're knowing hmm, this isn't quite what I want to be doing. In fact, oftentimes you have a client or more than one that you get to do your real soul's work with and you get the tingles. Sometimes the hairs on my arms stand up. And as I'm, as I'm sharing something and we're co-creating, many times my clients will say, oh my gosh, I've got tingles. I'm like, I have too. We know we're on the right track. Our souls are giving us the clues here. And you'll get something similar, I'm sure, with your own clients, the ones that are truly energetically aligned. And you're thinking, whoa, more of this, please. But here's the rub, because oftentimes, although you're doing it actually within the context of your business and your coaching sessions, when it comes to your marketing and your messaging, it's nowhere to be seen. Whatever this magical soul's expression is, isn't something you talk about. And I felt this very strongly when I first started dialing in the intuition-led side of my business and leaning into spirituality is something I talked so much more about here on this podcast and within my containers. I realized that I wasn't doing it 
in my marketing, I still had this little gremlin on my shoulder saying, ah, oh, yeah, but if you do this, those um, people used to work with over in corporate, in the advertising world, if they see you saying this stuff, they're going to think you're, you've lost your mind. They're going to think, well, what's up with her? I almost felt, no, well, not almost, I did feel that I would lose credibility. And it took a big shift in my mindset, in my energy, and in my absolute commitment to take my business forward with joy and sustainability. And of course, those three months in burnout certainly helped because I saw the contrast that exists there, the way that I knew I wasn't doing my soul's work and I was playing small. And I knew that I wanted to create a legacy, that I'm an expert in my field that I can create dramatic impact and yes, wild income too. And I knew that I couldn't stay comfortable if that was going to take place. And at the time, I took a small piece of action, although it didn't feel small at the time. And I simply changed my LinkedIn bio. I changed it from saying that I was working for a leading advertising agency, which of course I loved having that, and moved it over to say, not only am I running my own business, not only am I coaching online coaches in business, but I'm soul-led too. And I remember just going, oh my word, this was such a big shift. But afterwards, the energy opened. It was almost like my first portal into really owning who I am and what I do, who I do it for and how I do it. And that's the soul's work that I now do with all my clients If you can't explain easily in your messaging and express yourself with extreme courage and visibility in your marketing, you're going to have a problem, my friend. And that's why that cat, the situation, it's time to just pop him outside the pottery gallery (laughs) and instead get in there, get your hands in the clay. What is it that you haven't been doing that really is that peace between you staying stagnant, plateauing in your income level and starting to dread the work that you're doing on a daily basis. If you ever look at your calendar and you think, oh my goodness, I don't want to do that today, then you are most probably misaligning the day-to-day delivery with what your soul really knows it's time for you to do. Now, when I was going through that exact transformation, I wish that I had somebody to curate exactly what steps I needed to take in order to expand my messaging and attract my most elevated clients. So I didn't have to feel overworked and underappreciated. And I could step into the soul's calling, the teaching that made the best sense for me and join the dots. I didn't have that. And I had to find the answers for myself. And it took me the best part of 18 months to do that. And it's no surprise that now this is one of my most sought after pieces of thought leadership, what I share most in all the things I do on my online places, and particularly in my containers. Recently, I launched the Aligned Messaging Accelerator, which gives you the most potent clarity on your your soul's message. So you can clearly articulate your work so your most aligned clients can understand what you do, can appreciate your point of difference in the market and have extreme trust that you're the person to get them that transformation they desire most. I teach my aligned marketing strategies, which unlike most courses and programs are completely channel agnostic. It's about finding the energy that's right for you so you can consistently express your soul's message and attract your most aligned clients. If you've been spinning your wheels for a while, and know that you need to elevate to your next audacious level to attract your soul's clients. Right now, I am looking for three established visionary coaches who are ready to up-level their client attraction with authentic and aligned brand messaging. If that's you and you'd like to know more about how this could work for your specific brand, niche, offer and business, simply pop on over to Instagram, send me the word 
aligned and I will share all the details. The link's also in the show notes. The time is right now to move beyond the situation because ultimately it's costing you. Whatever it is that's keeping you safe is also keeping you small. And I know that you know it's time for you to play big. It's time for you to level up your audacity, level up your brand expression, level up the quality of who you attract to work within your business. Have an inspired action week. Take care. Bye now.